When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So I see we are going there then, are we? Yes, we are. What are you guys on about? Have you forgotten, bro? It's in the name of the episode. Well, actually, that happened a couple of years ago. It's done and dusted. Not quite. It's here to linger and stay. Just like your... What has my got to do with What the... Why can't I say... I don't think you're allowed, bro. This is a family show. Lol. Hey, lol. That's my word. Why do you have to nick my words for? It's not a trademark. Lol. Hey, that would make an interesting episode. Let's talk about trademarks. Oh, and you can go and listen to my food protection episode, which is something similar. Enough. We've dilly-dallied quite a bit. Let's start the show. See you in a bit. Oh, I never have my say. Welcome back. So, Seavid, what do you guys think about it? I mean, have you felt the effect? Have you had it? What kind of effect has it had for you personally, family members? Anything you want to take off your chest? It could be talking about financial aspects. Anything. It's an open question. Well, thank God I've never had it. I'm one of the few people that I know. Like, all my family members have had it. If I have ever had it, I must have been asymptomatic. Whereas I don't know, so in that aspect, I've been quite lucky. You guys have had it though, haven't you? Well, you say you never had it. You never had a sniffly nose. No, we're talking about seaweed, particular. Yeah, yeah, but did you ever have a sniffle, a temperature, and did you then test for? No. Because with me as well, I've had twice. Each time I had a high temperature or I felt something coming on, I tested for I did those... um, Lateral flow. And first day wouldn't come back. I would then do it on the third day and it would come back positive because the severity of the illness was different for everyone. Some people felt it much more and they had respiratory problems. When I had it second time, my family actually thought I was joking. They thought I'd faked the test because I was still up and about... And I think I had it for one day. But then again, 
I did have a homemade remedy for it, which I use quite a bit. It's called Gava. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Why don't you tell the listeners what Gava is? Oh, Gava. So it's a hot drink made from black cardamom. I put green cardamom in as well. I put cinnamon in it, ginger, lemon, and put manuka honey in it. First of all, what you do is you get the black cardamom, crush it, put it into a pan of water. Uh, so if you're going to make a cup, you put in a cup and a half of water because you'll let it simmer down to a cup. You'll put in the black cardamom. You'll put in maybe just one stick of cinnamon. You'd put in, I put in three slices of lemon and I cut the ginger with the skin on and I cut about four to five thin slices of that, put that in. And with the green cardamom, crush that, I put in two of those. And that helps you, yeah? And that helps me. As soon as I feel something coming on, I drink that. And the next day, literally, I am fine. So what was the time frame from when you first had it to the second time? Oh, about three to four months. Okay. The first time I had it, I tested at home. Then I went to one of the test centers. And then I get started getting text messages every day and a phone call every uh, second day to make sure I was indoors. I was saying different people and different body types react differently. It's mad to the same illness. I've got a friend who's a, a bouncer, he's a doorman, quite fit and healthy. You can imagine a big bulky guy. He had it so bad at his worst, he couldn't even lift the, the mobile phone. He actually ended up in hospital for like a week or so and then he came back. Oh, wow. Yeah. His wife at the time, unfortunately, was looking after him and she got it. Same same sort of variant, same sort of thing. And then within a matter of days, she was better. Yeah, it is weird. It is relative to everyone. I don't know which variant I had. I wasn't informed. After I took my test, they just told me you had a positive result, nothing further. My family as well, my daughters got it. One of them did take the kava. So I gave it to them with a syringe. At first, she wouldn't. Even though I put the honey in, it is quite sour but she was so bad she couldn't breathe at night while she was sleeping and i said to her you need to try some of this please and it got so bad that she said fine i'll take it anything just get me better and then literally within 12 hours she was better other one got it but she was adamant i don't care i don't care how bad i am i'm not having that and she didn't have it and she was like that for about four days mm, so like i did help then so what about you what was your experience like I only had it last year. That's 2022. It was about June or July. It was during the summertime period. Boy, I was out of it. You know when you look at your mobile phone? Yeah. It was all blurry. I couldn't even read the actual text or anything like that. Yeah, it took me a while to recover because uh, my sense of smell went as well, I recall. It was a weird feeling. I mean, I couldn't smell anything properly. I mean, the taste was there. Like some people, I think they notice their taste goes away, but my smell went away. About two weeks, I think it was about two weeks for it to recover again, just so I can smell things normally. I mean, I have a sinus as well, so that doesn't help, but I can still smell from one of my other nostrils. This completely couldn't smell anything. Even if I had it right up to my face, I couldn't smell anything. Yeah. So that was my experience. That was one thing I wanted to ask as well. If, well, I guess Dims hasn't had it. If Sol, you'd had any lingering effects from it, because same with me, I did initially have an effect on my taste and on my smell. And since then, my taste has returned, but my smell, I, I can smell, but it's off. It's different. So Niz, when was, like, Sol's was last year, 2022. When was yours? 
So last time I had it was December 2021. 2021. We're in 2023 now, and you still haven't got a full sense of smell or taste. I have got the sense of smell, but things now smell different to me. They no longer smell like they used to. That is interesting, because I've heard that from a lot of people that I've had afterwards to say that even once they've recovered, it never feels the same. Well, that's a good question. How do we know what chicken actually tastes like? I was going to the Matrix now. Oh, God. <laughs> what if my You're the chicken of, man. <laughs> what if my sense of smell has, has really returned and now I'm actually smelling stuff as it is? That's one of the weird things about this illness. I mean, you have the flu, but you don't lose or your senses don't change. But with yeah, my taste is fine, but my sense of smell has completely changed. None of the stuff smells the same. Okay, let's get back to the beginning. Guys, do you know what is and where it originated from? Well, surely everyone knows that, wasn't it? China! It was China. And it's similar to the flu. It's a uh, respiratory illness. Illness. Everyone knows it came from China, Wuhan, but the actual origins, it's like bats, then it's contaminated bats, then it's something that bat ate, then it was it was maybe manufactured in a lab. People were messing around with it. So there's all sorts of conspiracies around. I don't know if it was from a lab or not, but I do believe in the theory that because we're encroaching more on natural space we're invading the space of other species and we're finding new diseases and yes a crossover from bats which i believe went to the pig because a pig might have eaten a bat or the or the bats droppings or something and then it had the disease and then the it was able to mutate to become infectious to humans sounds like that film or that film again which one yeah, it does. That's one of the conspiracy theories. That how, how did they make a film about it? What film? Uh, it's an American film called Contagion. Released when? Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Released when, when in 2011. 11. And it exactly portrays what happened during COVID. You've got to watch it. Oh my God, did they plan this? But the thing is, you know, governments have got a lot of money and resources. They've been planning for something like this because they know it's going to happen outbreaks of new diseases are going to come and they need to stop it and they've got history to look at people always talk about is the spanish flu that was contained because travel was not as widespread travel was by boats exactly whereas now you've got planes within eight hours you can be on the other side of the planet and start a whole new infection exactly and that, that, that is a thing chemical and biological warfare and they do spend tons of money on that the defense and whatnot you talk about the origins of this disease. It does seem manufactured, in my opinion. I mean, bats have always been here, though. People have always been eating these sort of crazy... I mean, they have a, they call it a wet market, I think, don't they? Where they have these. So it's been a food at certain you know, places like China. They tend to eat those sorts of things. How did it come out, out of nowhere? Yeah, but how did the Spanish flu come out of nowhere? And remember, this is 19. So there's must be... 18 others before it it was found in 2019 yeah yeah Yeah. that's why they do it it's the year year. yeah not the actual how many they are this isn't going to be the first one because on these uh, cleaning products it says have you you not seen that conspiracy theory how did they already know 
COVID was going to come, that they've now created sprays, antibacterial sprays to kill. Right. So I've heard somewhere influenza. Someone said this. Oh, I think I read it somewhere, or they read it somewhere. So that's the flu kills more people than does. Is that a conspiracy theory? No, I think it's about it. The conspiracy theory is that it was so deadly. Can't you know? It's going to you. It's going to family. You have to shut down the whole world for it. They've not done that with any other illness, any other disease. Right. I'll get on to the next question then. How do you think the world handled the pandemic? Abysmally, poorly. Yeah. They Very poorly. Way overreacted. I mean, you can talk about each country. Well, well, let's not talk about the UK. Let's not talk about Boris and his parties, eh? Let's not let's start that one. It, it, it makes my blood boil. Or his personal uh, advisor who went on a holiday. Yeah. But yet everyone else had to stay at home. I mean, thank God, alhamdulillah, I've, I didn't lose anyone. All the but people have. I know some old chap who was on the news, he said couldn't go to his grandson's funeral. Sort of put this lockdown measure. Meanwhile, they're out there having parties. And he said he's never going to get that moment back. So he can never forgive the PM for that. I can't remember his name. I think it was John or something. But yeah, there's loads of stories like that. So very poorly. I think they were overreacted and they didn't follow their own advice. They didn't follow their own advice, but I don't think they locked it down fast enough, really. Because what they were trying to do, the main thing they were trying to do was reduce the number of people having to end up in hospital because they didn't have enough respiratory ah. devices. OBS. Do you know anyone that actually went to hospital in the height of it? I've, I've known, I've speaking to people that actually worked in hospitals and been, because they've had like transplant patients and whatnot, so they've had to go, and they were completely empty. So what you were seeing on the news to what was actually going on, it was a big disparity. It wasn't actually the truth. This is I a don't, conspiracy theory. I don't this think is, that. This, yeah, well. I don't, I don't believe that. I know you're saying these people have told you that there wasn't anybody there. No, no, I'm not anybody there. It wasn't how they were making out. And there wasn't anybody there because... They were quieter because they cancelled all minor operations. They cancelled loads of things. So the people that were going to be there weren't there. What's her name? Jacinda Ardern or something, the New Zealand PM. She did quite a decent job, didn't she? Yeah, she locked down the entire country and made sure no one could come in or go out. She they adhered to her much. own rules. Yeah, but she locked, down, she locked down the entire country, though. Yeah. She literally locked down the entire country. When they did lift the lockdown, a British person took over the infection and it started up again. She locked the country down again. When the rest of the world opened up, Australia and New Zealand were still shut. The rest of the right. world opened up, Australia and New Zealand were still shut. Not and even China. Australian. Ch China still uh, was still doing it back in December. They were like, sh as soon as they got a notice of even one infection, they shut down the entire city. Right. So she shut it down. What she didn't do is go and parties herself and shut it down. What she didn't do, shut it down and then open up the country and then start paying restaurants, paying people, say, I go out, eat, go mingle each, everyone, right? And then shut it down again. That's what she didn't do. That's what so she that's didn't do, yes. She kept so it shut, but she did shut the country all. down and she did keep people at home to not spread the virus. And yeah. they did very well. Yeah, so in figures-wise and whatnot, I think she did very well. But I do think a lot of people in a lot of countries did overreact. But then the Jacinda just approved overreacting and ad adhering to it would have saved lives. Uh, how come only people with other illnesses would from it? Why now you got old deal with it like it's a flu? Because if it's a deadly virus, it's a deadly virus, isn't it? It's, it's well, a killer virus. That's why you're shutting down the country, isn't it? So it's a brand new disease. 
so your body doesn't know what to do with it. So the virus has the upper hand. It's able to attack you while your body's still trying to figure out, are you friend or foe? While your body's still figuring it out, you're outside walking, passing it on to others. They're getting it and it's spreading quickly because you're not in lockdown. Now, because it's completely brand new, it's able to take a very severe effect on the population. Now they're saying it's going to become like the flu. The flu had the same effect when it was first came about. We've now all got a certain level of immunity. The Your body's learnt about it. No, even you. Do you get the flu jab? No, I used to years ago. Right, so but the purpose of the it's, jab... It's almost like the uh, vaccine with the flu one. It was to prevent it. And then I was like... And that's what, that's what the vaccine was as well. That's what the yeah. vaccine was as well. The vaccine is they're actually giving you a little bit of the disease. Yeah, that's like any vaccine. Yes, so that your body learns how to protect against it. So you could have had a little bit. Your body's now figured out, right, I know you're bad for me. I need to take care of you the next time I see you. We've taken care of you now. When it comes around again, I'll know what to do. Yeah, apart from this this vaccine, it was rushed through. Yes. And any other vaccine, if you get ill from it, you know, you can take some sort of legal course. Here, you're not allowed to because it's what they call it, clinical trials. And it was... Legal course? Yeah, like if you get any... Oh, no, you can with this as well. Effects. Oh, no, no, you can with this as well. Uh, I don't think you can. You can with this. The government will pay out because you've had some severe side effect from the vaccine. And some people tried to make it out like this is something new. No, they've had this They've had this scheme. The government's had this scheme in place for a very long time. It's outdated, but it's been there since 1980, I believe it's been there. But you can get paid out. That's the first I'm hearing of that. Okay, I've heard different, but that's what you're saying. I'll take your word for it. Saying they now want people just to try and live with it. Yeah, so what they're saying is, They've sort of got the herd immunity that they wanted. That's why you can now continue. It's now going to become like the flu. It's going to become a seasonal Until another disease. variant. Is, isn't this like some no, no. Sort of transformer virus? Yeah, but no, no, no. The flu transforms every year. Why do you have to get the flu vaccine every year? Because it changes. But I don't. I, and by the way, with the flu, I'm never going to a country and they're like, you're not allowed in because you haven't got the flu vaccine. That's never happened. It doesn't happen. Yeah, but that's so the what's same. The difference but that's the same again. But let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish what I'm oh. going to say. Yeah. So that's the same again. It's a brand new disease into that country, and that country doesn't want to be inundated with patients that they can't then help. No, no we're talking 2023, even 2022. It's still happening. Why? Why? Why do you need this sort of pacificate? And by the way, the vaccine only lasts what is it six weeks? And I've no people uh, who've had the no, vaccine. No, it's not six weeks. I think it's um, is it medically three months. Pardon. Three months. Is it three months? Yeah, three months. Okay. I, I think it's three months once you've had that vaccine. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me as either as well. I agree with you there. That doesn't make sense to me. How is it? You just have to get two jabs and then you're allowed to fly out after six months. They the, questioned... The, the thing's worn off in three months. Yeah, the MP, so. I think it was Sajid Javid, when he went into a hospital, a doctor asked him, I'm not taking the vaccine because I actually had COVID, which means I've now got natural immunity to that variant. But yet I'm not allowed to work because I didn't take the vaccine. Yeah. But then people who have had the vaccine and it's been six months, they're allowed to come back. But yet I wouldn't be allowed to work. Whereas we know that your immunity wears off over time. You're right there. The government has not explained to the public in full what it is doing. And that is another big issue. Just like they didn't explain to the people, wearing a mask was not to protect you. 
it was to protect others. Yeah. The mask, you were told to wear the mask, not to protect yourself, to protect others. The mask would catch any sneezes, coughs, catch those molecules in the mask so it wouldn't just spread around yeah, the room that so you're in. People didn't get it though. So I know, yeah, I know, I know people, yeah, people would be like, I'm not leaving without a mask because I don't want to catch it. But why would wear, people wear it on the chin then? Just like there was a joke on uh, South Park, chin diaper. Again, the government didn't explain it to people, depending on which mask you wore. I think it's all poppycock, I'll be honest with you. Because look at the regulations, what was it? Two metres social distance. You go, we went to any supermarket, right? No one was doing two, two metres. This is at the height of it, when they had all them little banners and like you're trying to get into a concert. It was like everyone just standing. So the line would be here. It won't be two metres from back to front. Side to side, you can reach out and touch the guy next to you. Literally, arms length away. So it's just like, just too many holes in what they were saying and how they were implementing it. The government said, these are the rules. It's up to the people to follow it. And yeah, if you're not, we, we won't, if follow, you're not we won't follow, follow our own rules, but yeah, it's up to the people to follow him. Well, actually, we'll enforce him. Right? We'll force you to stay at home. Now we'll force you to go work. We'll force you to do what you want, you know, just in the name of what? Compliance. In, uh, whilst so. they partied away. Exactly. Yeah, but then again, I like this good joke that a comedian makes. I think it was Michael McIntyre. He asked the audience, what do you guys think of uh, the government locking down the country over And everyone just goes, boo. Then he says, do you think the government did a good job? And they said, no, we don't think they did do a good job. And then this was where he gets them. He goes, do you think they were right to let you come out of the lockdown early? And everyone said, yeah. And then he said, unfortunately, those people who are in the probably think he did take the lockdown too early. So we're thinking of it from our aspects, but let's think about all the people that Most of the people that have actually passed away, what I know of, are and obviously nursing homes. They, their one's not looked after. So the elderly, the vulnerable. Yeah, vulnerable, yeah. That's the elderly mean, and the but... vulnerable, bro. I'm yeah. trying to say to you, right? They were left alone to defend themselves. No one there to help them. They didn't have workers there to support them. And obviously, it might have not just been the illness. It might have been other diseases that... That could have uh, caused that, but they're not going to oh. write that down, into it. They're not going to write that down. They're just going to say that, that oh. was a pre prerequisite. You have to have something else ill with you to for it to. Otherwise, this deadly disease that is going to mash you up, it won't unless you've got something else wrong with you. Yeah, that's not the case either as well. I think that's another misconception. If you had another disease, it was much more likely, but you could still from it. There was many people on um, Twitter and. You know, people who were denying it existed and denying it was there. And then Why denying they, it exists? They, 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 the they then from it. And then, you know, when they put messages up there on Twitter to say, oh, this person passed away from Well, people rightly took to that person's Twitter page and then said, you was the denier. It is there. And because we've been able to withstand it, like I had it twice and I was able to withstand it. Luckily. Dims, you've been very lucky you've not had it. But... I guarantee you now a lot of people, not a handful, not a few hundred, thousands have from even healthy people. Okay. Like this doctor in America said, he showed the stats. So when the height of this pandemic, okay, car crashes might have gone down because people went out. Heart attacks, cancer, all them rates, you know, what people would normally down. Them stats was steady. Rose. So it was like attributing that to that. First of all, I would like to ask, how much did you then look into the figures he gave? 
did you follow it back? Did you go and check these figures yourself? Did you also no, check no, to see no. his where he got his accreditation from? Yeah, I did. Because that, remember these these sort of videos that come out. There was one that was going around. The guy was claiming he had studied at Oxford University. The way he worded it when he was saying his speech about "oh, it is a lie," he did, he had a PhD from an online website which was, I think it was University of Oxford. And this was Oxford in the right. United States. But yeah, right. people were passing this video around, making it out like as if he was a well-renowned doctor and knew what he was talking about. But people didn't bother to actually look right. into the information. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Now let me put it to this way. I'm the prime minister of a country. I have access to all the top research, top doctors, lawyers, medical, physicians, virologists, you name it. I know how deadly this disease is, right? If I'm afraid for my life, I'm telling the whole country to do it. I've got that inside information. I'm going to lock myself away. I'm going to follow the rules to a T because I know. Now, if I'm spinning a bunch of poppycock with some truth to it, yeah, it can be contagious. Yeah, it could possibly be deadly. But you know what? It's not really that dangerous. I've got the inside information. I'm going to go out and do what I want. But if if, if I thought it was that deadly, my you know what they say? Actions speak louder than words. All I'm going to say is the PM's actions spoke loud. So you can sit here and say, yeah, I'm not saying there's not conspiracy people on Twitter and other social media people telling lies and, and whatnot. I'm going with the top dog. And no one's got more access to information than the most powerful man in the country at the time, which is the PM. And I'll, I'll rest my case on that one. I yeah, on and the, the, question. The, question, the question he asked was, of his team, how many people can we let? That was literally on a whiteboard. How high can we allow the... Do you remember that? They asked that question. He was ready to allow people to... It came on the news. Someone took a picture on their phone off the whiteboard. No, and, then, and, and then the media got hold of it. And on Can't there was call. written... On there it was written, how high can... When people got wind of that, that he was ready to let people... Off the back of this. But I, 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 don't, I didn't hear about that one, to be honest. If you're saying it, no, that's fine. But my point is my point. If you know that information and it's, it's that deadly, trust me, you, your family. What was there? Was another one? Was it the health secretary that was going out? It was someone else. I can't remember who. Not the health secretary. It was um, his uh, personal advisor. I can't remember yeah, his name. Someone, now. yeah. So again, Dominic Cummings. Yeah. Well, there you go. Dominic Goings places, right? So that's it. I mean, enough said on that one. It's not even about Frank59 on Twitter saying something or Dave on uh, Insta saying something. You're talking about a government institute here and like i say i tend to not just listen to what people say but you know lead by example what they actually do okay so it looks like we've touched a few topics vaccination face masks the crux of the matter what juicy gossip do you know about it anything conspiracy theory here we go it wasn't real nah again i think there are people that deny it i'm not a denier i know it was real like i said my family members had it i've got friends who's like one of my good friends, his dad passed away and his dad passed away after having the vaccine. Literally had the vaccine, two weeks later passed away. He was in like a conundrum, like, should I get it? Because this is what's happened to my dad. Like, I've not had it. And again, then, then there's this whole theory about the vaccine's got something that might you know what I mean? So it was, I, don't, I don't know. All I know, by far, you can say influenza, you can say any other disease, by far, this one is the biggest one in causing divide in communities not in communities, families, literally the same family, there's two different camps. 
You know, there's like mask wearer, non-mask wearer, vaccinator, anti-vaxxer. I think because of the internet and social media, basically. And to prove that point is look at what they did with the EU referendum in the UK. Literally, they fed people a pile of and then they voted to leave. So that was, what's his face? Cambridge Analytica. Lib Lib Dem, what's his name? Um, Cameron. Get that. Even if the referendum came and people were actually given the facts and figures, then it would have gone, we would stay with Europe. Because not only... More jobs... You'll get more jobs, you get more security. Forget forget, 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 forget more jobs. We've taken our future away from our children, the next generation. They would have been able to travel throughout Europe without a passport. Now they've got to apply for visas. We've taken that away from them. We've taken away opportunities for them to go and work abroad, work in Germany, work in France, work in Poland. But yet, what did they do? They used people like Cambridge Analytica to give people false information and then make them sway their minds on conspiracies the thing is half the people were voting there's, there's actually a comic john oliver i think it was his show and they went to people and said uh, what do you vote out or in he said out and why did you vote that don't know just did not enough of the youngsters came out they thought it's not going to be worth it but with this people are able to be fed the information they want to see because that's how ai works so when you're on youtube or when you're on facebook they try to build up an image of what you're most likely to look at, and that's the information they'll feed you. There's a good Netflix documentary on this. It's called Social Dilemma. You should watch it. I'm Uh, sure I've mentioned it once. The people in that documentary are people who worked at these organizations, Facebook, Twitter, Google, and they explain how they've actually built an AI, a system, for them to make money. And how is it done? by making sure they feed you what you want to see so that you never turn off. Okay, some interesting information there. Again, back to Zvid. If this similar pandemic happens again, how should we prepare ourselves? I think people will be more wise next time because it's happened once. And it can easily happen again. It could be another variant out tomorrow. And they'll be like, oh, you know, it's, it's so bad now. You need to start social distancing again and whatnot. I think people won't panic as much. There was a lot of panic when it first happened. You know, people are taking toilet rolls. Why? You know, like it's the end of the world. No, I don't um, think. I don't think. F- from a government, there was a lot of panic. By whether you yeah. think that or not, I saw that from my own. Oh life. no, no, no. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely. I agree yeah. with you. There's there was a lot of panic by, but I don't think the people will be any smarter next time. You don't. You don't. Think I don't. That, no, we, I do not think so. No, I don't think so. So recently, we had a fuel crisis. If you remember. Vaguely. Yeah, yeah, I heard. About so that. we had we had a pandemic where everybody went to the shops, stockpiled food, and then two weeks later, that food was in their green waste bin, ready to be taken to a, a biodegradable site or whatever they're going to do with it. I don't know if it goes to landfill or do if they do actually recycle it. Did you watch that Dave Chappelle uh, interview? Was that sorry? It was someone. I'm not sure if it was with you. I think it was Letterman. With saying... Letterman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember what you're saying in this community? It's like a small town, how at the height of pandemic where everyone else is panic buying. If you know you had some loo roll at home and you had enough for a couple of days, you saw one in the shop, you just leave it. You think, you know what, someone else can deal with it. So there was a sense of community. It wasn't, it wasn't that panic, mad state. The more you sort of involve yourself in it, the more you sort of feed into it. It's like you're talking about this fuel crisis. I do remember it. I heard a lot from people, but because I had enough in the tank, I was like, you know what, when I need to, I'll go and fill up. I wasn't really worried. And by the time, 
I needed to actually fill up, it calmed down. So. You must not drive a lot because it lasted for a while. Yeah, it no. Actually, at the time, I wasn't actually, driving a lot. Yeah. You, could only, you, could, you could only fill up £20. That's it. It was, so, it was so pathetic as well. I remember going to fill up and there was this woman. She ended up... She, she bought those one and a half litre Volvic you know, water bottles, emptied out the water and poured petrol into it and then put it in the back of the back of a car. And those bottles are not made for that. I don't know what that petrol will do to that bottle, how it will dissolve it, but you actually have to get one of those petrol canisters. You can't just get an, a bottle and fill it up with petrol. This is how bad people were. I don't think the people will learn. I think the people will then do another rush, rush on the shops and take everything again. Well, I don't. I, humanity, I'm having some faith in you, so please don't let me down. I'm going to have faith in people. I, I think people have learned. I do I do think it will be different this time around. I hope I'm right. I hope we don't have another pandemic, but if we did, I hope people learn from the last time to not overreact, to actually care for thy neighbour, you know, and be kind. And it's not about me, 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 me. It's about us as a collective. Yeah, I have faith in the next generation. So that's what I'm teaching my kids. Just a few words. Charity starts at home. Yeah, no, I think it's been quite interesting. I think the, the point here is, the key point is that no matter what your beliefs are, respect other people's beliefs. You don't have to agree with it, just respect it. And I think my final say is, united, we rise, divided, we fall. So bear that in mind. And with that, hope to see you next week. Bye-bye from me. Couldn't say it better, Dins. And bye-bye from me. Totally agree. Couldn't have said it better. Well, I'll see you guys next time at the table. Bye-bye. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.